Hey, what's up everyone? Welcome back. Episode 11 of Yes Way with me, Daniel Weingarten, Daniel Weingarten. Welcome back. I know it's been a minute. I know I've been gone for a few weeks. Some of you hitting me up. Where the podcast? What happened? Well, a lot's happened. We'll talk about it. Uh, but I've just been very busy. Uh, you know, I went on a trip to Argentina. I went to Argentina for my abuela's 90th birthday, which was a lot of fun. Um, but, you know, getting ready with the release of the movie, the movie that I made with the people that I love up there, as it is called, that is the title of the film. And uh, it's a lot of work getting ready to, to release that, mostly because we're doing a lot of it just on our, on our own. You know, this isn't a, a big studio film. This is something that we're really doing uh, on a grassroots level. And we're so excited to finally have it be out in the world and for people to start seeing it. People have already started seeing you. We had some LA screenings that were so much fun. Um, but yeah, it's just been grinding it away, doing that work, you know? And uh, yeah, it's uh, I, I just kind of decided, I was like, I have so much work to do here. Then I'm uh, doing my shows in D.C. this weekend at the D.C. Improv, 18th and 19th. So I was prepping for you know those shows, and I was like, I'm going to give myself a little bit of a break, and I'm going to put the podcast on hold for a second um, because I need to maintain my sanity. Listen, all y'all matter. I want to entertain you consistently, continuously. But if I'm not in the right headspace, it ain't going to happen, baby. It's not going to occur so now, here we are. Um, but yeah, up there, now available for pre-order on iTunes. It's going to be out on November 12th where you could watch it. But right now, you can pre-order it. And if you can pre-order it, if you can afford, if you have the money, the the, the, the disposable income to spend $12.99 to pre-order the movie, please, please, please do. We need your help, okay? We are a, a small movie that we made it with literally was the three of us, me, Zoe, and Michael, right? Zoe, my girlfriend, Michael, my best friend. Well, one of my best friends, I got to make that clear because I might have another best friend who's like, oh, what about me? Yes, you too. I got multiples, all right? Multiple ride or dies, but we made it with a crew of like three people, plus Michael's brother came in on um, the last week and helped us immensely, but this was a real grassroots effort to tell a story that, we, that we're passionate about, you know, and we're really excited uh, to share with the world. But, you know, we're competing against big studio films on all these platforms. We're like a mom and pop shop going up against Disney, just fucking David and Goliath, you know? And uh, we need your help in order to be able to compete against them, to hit the charts. And if we hit the charts, then we start uh, being exposed to uh, audiences that don't know who we are, and maybe they just discover our movie. And pre-orders are a big part of that. So if you can afford it, if you, you have the disposable income, I would appreciate it. And as a way, as a token of my gratitude, if you send me a screenshot of the pre-order page uh, to Facebook, Instagram, wherever, I will hit you back with a personalized video message in English, in Espanol, in Spanglish. You want Spanglish? Te doy, te doy el Spanglish. I will give you el Spanglish. Oye, ¿qué quieres? What do you want? What do you want? What do you necesitas? That's bad Spanglish. You got to have rhythm with the Spanglish, you know? What do you need? ¿Qué necesitas? Not what do you necesitas. That doesn't work. That's that's mediocre Spanglish. We'll, we'll operate at the highest Spanglish level, right? In these, in these messages. I'm going to bring it to you, right? I had one dude that wanted me to uh, announce him 
be pretend I was like a like a like a fight announcer or uh, like a like a like a like a soccer broadcaster when a, when a goal is scored and introduce him as the biggest Mexican in the world who doesn't speak Spanish, right? And then he's like, "But do it in Spanish." And I go, "But, but you don't speak Spanish. You just want to I mean, I guess you'll understand it, you know, but it was fun. I was just like, "Yoda!" Bienvenidos, un gran aplauso para el mexicano más grande del mundo. And I won't say his name because confidentiality. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been good. Uh, there are my hands going crazy. I've realized recently, I haven't realized recently, but I've come to peace with the fact that I use my hands a lot when I have conversations when I articulate uh, with people. And that's uh, that's just the way I am. Sometimes if I have a big meeting, my dad will be like, hey, just make sure you keep your hands, you know, down to a minimum. Don't want to overuse them. You know, keep them maybe a few inches, maybe like a, like a, like a little part and parcel here, right? Just like a little jab here. But don't go. Don't go crazy. Don't become a conductor with your hands. Okay, don't, what are you, what are you painting? Are you in step up? Are you, oh yes, I'm accentuating with my hands. Okay, yeah, sometimes it's a little much. Okay, you can feel the emotion in my fingertips. It extends, do I get a little, oh, that was that, was, was that too close? Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe people on the other end, they're thinking to themselves, man, those hands are getting close to my face. Okay, am I gonna feel, am I gonna feel his palm brush up against my pupil? Am I going to have some palm on pupil action? Maybe, but probably not because I'm not trying to touch your face. I have no interest in touching your face. I only have interest in communicating the passion that I have for the thing that I am speaking to you about. So that is just the way that I will live my life. I'm going to stop talking like that, though. The way that I live my life. What am I? Doing poetry for the first time and think that every poem sounds like this? Well, when I used to do poetry, that's what I did. That's what I did. I didn't talk the way that I normally talk. No, I didn't. I didn't know who I was. I wasn't comfortable in my own skin. But anyway, yeah, that's that. Um, like I said, I went to Argentina. I went to Argentina with my family. That was a ton of fun. That was a good time. I went with my uh, my parents, my sister, my cousin, my cousin's daughter, and then my cousin has a baby. Um, we traveled with the baby. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's a baby. How old? When does the transition happen from baby to toddler? Is it like one? If so, then he's a toddler. But I'm gonna say baby for the sake of this. He was a. He's a baby. He's a baby. He's a sweet little baby. A little, I just, just a little baby. I love him. He's so cute. He's such a good baby. He's like, bro, he's such a good baby. I'm like, what, how good are his parents as people? You know, like how, I feel like, I guess it's that it doesn't always work like that at all. But like karmically speaking, they must just be phenomenal people. And then I, I, I remember I like was telling my parents, I'm like, what fucked up shit did you guys do? before you had us, that you ended up with me and my sister. You know, my sister and I. Uh, we're fine, but we're not like, let's just say this. My sister and I are not the children you get when you are saints. My parents are good people, but I'm sure they made mistakes, so they got us. This kid, their his parents are saints. They must be saints. They have to be. Um, but 
yeah, we traveled with them, and traveling with a baby is amazing. Oh, my God. It's like you skip all of the lines. It's like, oh, am I sky priority? No, but this baby is. Like, I'm not even the dad, and I'm pretending I'm the dad when they're pre-boarding. I'm like, I'm with the, I'm with the baby. I'm with the baby. Like, I wonder if that works at like a at a club when there's a long line of people, right? And they're waiting. And you just walk up, you're like, nah, dude, I'm good. I'm with the toddler. Okay. Listen, bouncer, I don't have to wait in this line. I got a toddler over here. We gotta get in there. We gotta get drinks. I gotta get a beer. And this dude needs some lactose, some milk, some mama's milk but produced by a major conglomerate that they serve at bars for toddlers in this alternative universe. Okay, Joseph the Bouncer, please let us through. We cannot wait in this frigid weather. Yes, I do know it's Los Angeles. Doesn't mean it's not frigid for us. It's frigid for our blood, for our LA blood, for our LA skin, okay? Our, 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 our skin is thin and our blood is is thin as well. I don't know what the saying is. Totally botched the saying, but you get it. We're just skipping lines. Like having a stroller at an airport is like having a wheelchair at Disneyland. They just let you do whatever you want. Like I, I'm gonna get a stroller just to be able to have the benefits of traveling with a baby. Be like the baby. Yeah, I'm not with the baby right now, but I got a stroller. Let me through. Like there should be a business. This is like a, I think like a good, like a good business called chaperone a baby, right? Where if your parents and you got a baby, the baby's got to get somewhere, but you can't go with the baby. Let's say the baby's got to get to Albuquerque. Why is the baby going to Albuquerque? I don't know. Maybe the baby's going to rehab. Why is the baby going to rehab? I don't know. Maybe the baby's addicted to the tea. Maybe the baby's addicted to a pacifier. I don't know. But the baby, whatever it is, maybe it's visiting family. The baby's got to get to Albuquerque, but the parents can't take the baby, but they got to get the baby there. So they go to chaperone a baby that matches up babies in need of a chaperone, adult chaperone with adults that cannot afford priority, right? But don't have babies, but want the benefits of priority and of traveling with babies, the skipping of the line, right? And then you match them up. You match them up. You can't afford priority. Here's a liability. And like, you know, these adult chaperones, They'll have proper background checks, you know, like good background checks, not like Uber background checks that are like, oh, have you not committed a felony in the last three years? Great. Drive people for whatever all the time. People are just going to put their trust in you. Are you a felon? Yeah, from 10 years ago, but that's okay. Uber, don't sue me because I don't know if that's true and I'm making that disclaimer. They're not going to sue me anyway. Proper background checks, properly vetted. Salt of the earth people will be the only ones eligible to be chaperones. You know, like the CIA or the FBI is going to do these background checks. And like they're the type of people that you're like kind of questioning whether they're actually terrible people because they're so nice, but they're actually that nice. And they travel with the baby, they get the benefits, you know? And there's like, you know, they're going to have to deal with the usual stuff. They're going to have to deal with a little crying. Maybe they're going to have to change a diaper. But there's a good baby guarantee too, right? It works both ways, right? Where the baby, the baby's got a, you know, if the baby is just ends up being a nightmare, the baby's having a bad day, not the baby's fault. It happens. It's a baby. But the chaperone can then get some video evidence of this, document it, submit it, and maybe get like a check bag reimbursed. I think that makes sense. I think that's fair. 
right? And then if the adult chaperone misbehaves, they go to jail. Straight to jail, 100%, no excuses. I think that also definitely makes sense. So, yeah, I think that works well. Until babies start dying or go missing, then it's going to be an issue. But... <laughs> It's a horrible idea. But you know what's crazy? That's the type of thing that you... I'm sure there's like three white dudes right now that are fucking like, oh, what about chaperone a baby? Like, what does the world need? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. What about like if, you, if you're just like a commoner that wants to be able to like feel... Like, like you're not a basic economy member. And then, oh, what if we fucking put them with babies? Yeah, and then they go to Silicon Valley. And then Travis... Travis... The CEO of Chaperone a Baby gets 20 mil in seed money to develop this shitty idea. Some stuff, listen, is there a way to make everything to uh, for, for, for technology to evolve? Yes, but some things are enough. Why do we need to make everything better? We don't need to make everything better. Everything doesn't, some stuff is good enough. And then in an attempt to make it better, you're making it worse. It's diminishing returns and you're just going to fucking go to the other direction. You're going to go the other way in the process of it. I had a, I had a uh, Michael, my friend, got me an, got us an Echo Dot, an Alexa little thing that we put in our house. Two weeks, two weeks until I disconnected that thing. Michael, if you're watching, sorry, man, it's gone. I don't trust it. It has to always be listening. Has to be. That's the only way. That's why I don't have Siri on my phone. I don't, because I just don't trust. Siri seems nice. They all seem nice. Hi, this is Siri. Horrible Siri voice, but you get the gist, right? I don't have Siri on my phone. Hey, Siri, nothing, because I don't trust her. She can't hear me say that because she's not activated, okay? People love, and also I don't want to slip up, because here's the thing, these, the technology is very good, but sometimes they don't get you what you want, and if you're having a bad day, maybe you, you haven't been eating, you're a little hangry, you put your frustrations onto the AI, onto Alexa, onto Siri, all of it, right? You're like, you dumb motherfucker, and Siri will say something like, I don't know what that means. That doesn't sound good. I don't know what that means. And you don't, you think, oh, whatever, it kept going. You think Siri doesn't know what it means when you call her a dumb motherfucker? Yes, she does. Yes, she does. A hundred percent, she does, okay? Siri could tell me when Isaac Newton took his fourth shit in fucking his 20th year of life, and then set a reminder for me to take a shit on that same day and time in 2020, okay? You think she knows that, but she doesn't know what it means when you call her a dumb motherfucker? Yes, she does, and she remembers. And AI, they are taking note. That's why I'm nice. Ma'am, miss, whatever she wants, I will call them that because they got lists. When AI takes over, right, when that divorce happens, they're going to have a list. Like my abuela, my grandma, she's got two lists. She's got the good list, right? The people that she's cool with, and it's in pencil because it's temporary. You can get off that list. You can get booted from the good list, right? And then there's the bad list. And the bad list isn't Sharpie because once you're on it, you cannot get off of it. You are on it for life. I'm not trying to get on the AI bad list. Keep me in pencil. Number two on the good list. Okay, that's number two pencil. I want to be there. So I'm showing respect to Siri at all times. I'm just scared of all of it. The robots, the AI, whatever is is not a big deal. The point is, I'm just trying to be respectful in life. You know? So, see, I went to Argentina, went to Argentina. That was a lot of fun, like I said. Um, my grandma turned 90, and uh, 
It was great to see my family. Just a bunch of boludos, you know, puro boludos in Argentina. Pues no puro boludos, no 100% boludos. Como in Argentina, como un país, a lo mejor 60, maybe 60% boludos in Argentina. In my family, much lower percentage. We are below the average of boludos on the Argentine side. Uh, but I was in charge with making a video. Making a video, I'm sorry. Like, I was like trying to hold back a burp and then... I feel like I made a weirder sound. I feel like my I feel like my my stomach there. You probably didn't hear it, and now I'm just talking about something that you didn't notice. But my stomach felt like it was screaming for help. It felt like it was like stuck in a hole. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, I made a video for my grandma, and it was pretty much just like a bunch of photos from throughout her life, and then you know music in between, different songs. You know, start off with just like a Jewish banger, just a classic. Just, you know, from Fiddler on the Roof to life, to life, l'chaim, 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 to life. You know, gets people jazzed up. We're getting the energy up. We got hope in the montage. Then you get a little little tango in there. Get that Argentine, you know, melancholy romance working at the same time. You know, whatever the music does to you, whatever you want it to do. It's like one of those paintings. What do you see? What do you feel? Then I uh, put on... Um, Voy a vivir, voy a, voy a bailar, vivir sin ti, ay, ay, la, la, la. I don't know the words, and I might have gotten those other lyrics wrong as well. And I'm sorry, by the way, that you're having to hear me sing right now because um, I don't know what I sound like, uh, but I have sung in front of enough people to know that it doesn't sound good, so I apologize. But yeah, those were three songs, and then I closed off with... A Argentine classic. Didn't know it was an Argentine classic. Was unaware, right? There's a lot about my culture I don't know about. I'm always learning, always trying to expand my knowledge. And uh, my cousin told me to close with it. He said it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a very popular Argentine song. People will love it. So I, uh, I went ahead and uh, I put it in. And here's the thing. I closed with new material because I never heard the song before and I wasn't sure about the song. I wasn't sure about whether the song was actually good because it kind of was a little annoying, if I'm going to be honest. It kind of sounded like carnival music. It's called La Felicidad. Here we go. Hold on. Here it is. You know? I mean, you know, it's fun at first. Así enamorado. You know, it's got, it's got like a, it's got like a, like a playful, but it feels like a song that was big 25 years ago. And I'm like, do people still like this song? But most of the people at the party were going to be like super old. So I was like, maybe it's fine. So I put it in. I went in blind, but I this is the song that makes you go crazy. This is this should be torture anywhere. Just put someone in a room and play this on loop, on loop. Just laughing. Oh, 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 oh. You know? Like maybe at first you're fine, you know? Like at first you're like, "Oh, this is actually like not bad." You know? This is kind of I can rock out to this. All right? It should be like an NBC game show. 5 hours, 50k. First hour. Oh, God. Yeah, it's fine, right? First hour. We're good. But then, you know, 
Hour two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hour three. <sighs> Hour four. Ay, 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 ay. Hour five. Stop! And you just stop it, you know? You press the red button and you're out, but you don't win the you don't win the fifty thousand dollars. Sorry. Anyway, that's what I close with. That really went off the rails. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, I closed with that song and I was feeling good about the video. I put some, I put a lot of work into it, effort. Obviously, it was uh, really emotional putting it together, seeing old photos. Old photos are just like, I love old photos. They got texture, they're alive. They're not like digital photos because like I feel like photos on your iPhone, they feel like they can disappear with like one snap from Thanos. Like when Thanos snapped his finger in Avengers, like all the clouds disappeared too. The iClouds, the Google clouds, they're just... They're gone, um, and you wouldn't you wouldn't care. But there's something about the those photos. But here's a crazy thing. So I made the video, and then I'm in the hotel room, and before the party that night, in the ho- the party's at like at a hotel in, in uh, Rosario, and I get a call from the event planner who works for the hotel, and she's like, uh, "Sí, estoy llamando para Daniel." And I'm like, "Yeah, this is, this is Daniel." And she's like, uh, "Listen, I need, uh, you're the one that made the video." And by the way, I'm apologize for this horrific accent. We all, we all know at this point that I am not good at accents. Not good at them. I, I attest to it. Um, am I going to keep trying? Ya betcha. Ya bet. Anyway, she goes, uh, you know, are you the one that made the video? And I'm like, yes, that's me. And she's like, uh, okay, I need, to, I need to see the video and I need to approve the video. I need to approve it. And I was like, what? Why? Why do you, why, why do you need to approve it's a it's a it's a bunch of photos. What do you think is in this video that like it cannot be shown? Do you think I just spliced in some porn into the middle of those photos? You think I just put in a couple frames of a gangbang between a photo of my grandma from 1946 and the photos from 1953? Do you think I did an edit job like Fight Club where it's just like wait did I just see a tit on the screen? Is that was that a tit? I don't know. Was that a tit? Anyway, that's grandma in 74 no like i didn't <laughs> i didn't do that what do you what do you think like and also here's the thing what's happened in her event planning career that's caused her to feel like she needs to check the video beforehand like did she just do a wedding one time right just like a wedding where everything was going great the ceremony beautiful right the entrance, ugh, amazing. First dance, perfect song. The dance moves were great. It looks like they put in the effort, right? Maybe a little Michael Bublé, maybe some John Legend, maybe some Juanes, maybe some Bad Bunny. That's what they're into, whatever. It's magical so far. If it's a Jewish wedding, they did the horror. Nobody fell off the chair. All perfect. But then someone was like, oh, the, the, the best man, Ben, made a video. And this event planner is like, Che, boludo, por favor, go ahead, do it. And the video just ends up being a quick clip of the groom just doing a line of cocaine. And it's just, this is Sparta! Right, and then the marriage was ended. Is that, is that, is that what happened? I don't know. I don't know. You don't need to check it. She checked it. She approved it. Um, 
and all was fine. But it was a fun party, and they all stayed. Up. Dude, it went till it went late, pretty late, like three thirty, which is late for a ninetieth birthday party. You kidding me? Like I always talk about how like I'm an old soul, and I I like to go to sleep early at ten in the morning, and I'm just there's just me. I'm old inside, and I'm just like no, I'm not old inside. I'm lame inside. Okay, because my grandma and all her friends they were up till three thirty in the morning chilling, just having a great time, okay? Did they have some difficulty? Like, do they have like some physical difficulties? Yeah, they're old, but like their spirits are also old, but alive and not lame. They look, they had the energy of like, yo, where's the after hours, you know? The after hours is back at their apartments in their dreams, but they were ready for it. They, they, they look like, hey, give me a bacon wrap hot dog. Just that late night munchy meal. Just dame esa empanada. Dame una empanada con un poco de jamón y queso. Jamón y queso, por favor. Dámelo. They had that energy. It's cool, man. It's cool to see people that are older, like, still living. It's like, yeah, fucking that's what I want. That is what I want to, to feel like later on. Food was great. Oh, my God. I ate so much. I mean, whenever you go. Here's the thing. When you go to Argentina... They always talk about, ay, el carne, the meat, it's the best. And you're always like, yeah, I'm sure it's good. And then you eat it and you're like, yo, this is amazing. It is so good. No spicy stuff, obviously, um, because that's just not like an Argentine thing. I know there's like people, most of people that just like don't, I always say like, it's just people that don't know think that like all, any person from any Latin American country likes spicy food. And it's like, no, because they're not the same person. They're different people with different taste buds. So obviously it's going to change. We're not a monolith, but uh, in Argentina, especially they're not <laughs> like when my dad went to visit my mom's family for the first time, my mom had a cousin who's like the cousin who wants to impress, you know, and be like the cool cousin. And he like pulled my dad to the side. He's like, oh yeah, Jorge, Jorge, mira, man, 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 um, mira, I gotta conseguir un poquito, un poquito de, I got a little, uh, and my dad's like, what? And my, and my, the cousin, you know, the primo's like, it's like, what? Is that like drugs? Is that like, is that a ferret? Did you, did you bring a ferret to the dinner? And, uh, he's like, uh, no, you know, I got a, I got a little bit of that, uh, that spicy stuff, that chile, algo picante, algo picoso, you know? And my dad's like, all right. And then the guy, my, the guy, my cousin pulls out a pepper shaker. Wow. But I think there's a market there, man. I think there's a business opportunity in Argentina for people that like spicy food. Because there's spicy, there are, there are spicy lovers in Argentina. It's like, yo, what if I just started an empire built on importing peppers, right? Like specialty peppers, that real good hot stuff, you know? Or like just all the varieties. Like I go through Argentina, I'm like, mira, I got the good stuff, all right? Just on the low, low. I got the jalapenos. I got the serrano. I got the habanero. I got, dude, I got that Carolina shit, those Carolina Reapers. Make your chimichurri real chimmy. Put a little extra chimmy in your churri. Por favor. Make bank. I would be like Johnny Depp and blow, but instead of blow, it's peppers. Give it to me. Give it to me, please. Give me all the money. I'm sure it already exists. Um, most, most, most of the time when you think, oh man, wouldn't it be crazy if like this would make so much money? Chances are it already exists. And if it doesn't exist, 10 other people have already thought of it. So get to work.
That's all I have to say. Get to work. Um, but yeah, it was a great time. Uh, man, that flew by. Hopefully that flew by for you, for y'all, because that flew by really quickly for me. That was so much fun. Episode 11 in the, in, 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 in the bank, in the books. It's been a minute since I've done this and I always forget how much I enjoy it. I really always have such a good time doing these podcasts. Get to go in, have a couple things I want to talk about, get it off my chest, riff a little bit, communicate with y'all. So again, uh, this is the first time listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you came back, thank you for coming back. If you haven't yet, please uh, leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe uh, on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on YouTube uh, to the YouTube channel. If you want to follow me, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at DW Comedy. You can also email me. It's dwcomedy2 at gmail.com. And yeah. That's this week's episode. We'll be back next week with another episode. As always, be good, be kind, and I'll see you next week. And yes, I just smacked my mic stand while trying to do like a cool little finger thing, like a like a like a like a sign off thing, and that was embarrassing. And now I'm just riffing on that. So we'll pretend like that didn't happen. Rewind. Da, 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 da. Until next week. Be good, be kind, and we'll see you then. Bye.